Tone. Wisdom shared by the housewives and the occasional house husband of Scotland in the pages of the Sunday Post in the 1950s. Whatever will we make of it today? Hello and welcome back to Pass It On with me, Steve and Chris. And believe it or not, for the first time ever, instead of making us frown, Steve's going to make us smile. Aww. Or so he promises. Well, I yeah, exactly. Like, I am going, we'd consider calling this funny ones, but it goes against, <laughs> sticks in that my Steve's craft. never funny. I was going to say, trade descriptions you thought we can't quite stretch. <laughs> you walked back from that as soon as you thought of it. No, it's things to make you smile. And I'm going to start with, Connie, how many times have you sat in your house wondering, <laughs> how will I catch my escaped budgie? Um, many times, I'm sure often. that's absolutely right. <laughs> catch your budgie. If your budgie escapes out of the window, get a hand mirror and dazzle it with the reflection of the sun. <laughs> thing. Keep the light trained on it. The bird will fly towards the beam of light allowing you to catch it. Mrs. E. Brown, 50 Sheffield Road, Portsmouth. <laughs> you did smile. <laughs> Not in a sort sheer, of The sheer ridiculousness of it. But folk used to, I have budgies, didn't they? My mum had a canary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up the leg My mother had a, uh, <laughs> Was her name Mary? Oh. <laughs> That's a pity. <laughs> Um, yes, my mother had two lovebirds, and when one of them died, she attempted to revive it with brandy, which it did not <laughs> work. <laughs> What's a lovebird? They're small parrot things, <laughs> but they they sit on the what do you call it? The perch together as if they are in love. And it's, um, I obviously knew the expression lovebirds, but I didn't realise there was an actual species. Yeah. My um, in my family there was a uh, incident. Or rather, a series of incidents where there was a, a budgie, I think it was a budgie, in one of the houses. And, you know, if you put the cover on the cage, they think mm. it's night, so they stop yes. They stop making a racket. Mm -hmm. And so some of the family members would do this to the birds just because it couldn't stand the damn thing. Mm -hmm. And the cry would go out, wait, put the cover on our pear belly. <laughs> and it became um, a touchstone of the family lore. Yeah. But folk always used to have birds. We don't really, yeah, they I don't really think of that, that anymore. I, we no, might, actually, my mum and I looked after one of her friend's birds a couple of times. I wonder if bird ownership has fallen over the years. I, I mean, they smell. They, yeah, do smell. they do smell. They do mess, smell. Yeah. And they're just a bit annoying. Like parrots. Like mm. sitting making the noise of the doorbell. No thanks. Parrots. WTF. Yeah, I don't want them to make the noise could... of the doorbell. is so annoying. I know. I'm... Uh, sort of tempted towards them by the, the Treasure Island sort God. of thing. One on your Can you imagine two, would you two to swear? I would. Pieces of eight are. That sort of thing. I can't imagine anybody wanting to sound like you. <laughs> You'd probably bore the pirate to death, to be fair. What's a pirate's favourite letter of the alphabet? R. C. Well, Spoiling a joke, <laughs> Connie. Okay. Most pirates' I was, I was, first love is the sea. I was playing along. <laughs> I was being nice. I'm not giving him that. Right. I knew he was going to say it. Anyway, did I, none of you think that it was odd that a budgie would fly down a beam of light? Did anybody find that strange? Not really. You believed I, that, did I you? don't know enough ornithology to, to doubt it. Well, ornithology. 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 Sorry, of that. 
Um, mm. If that were true, all budgies would fly directly towards the sun and would never see any of them again. <laughs> Good. Like Icarus or whatever his name was. Right. Um, do you two have budgie smugglers? I do not have budgie <laughs> smugglers. No, although I have in the past. <laughs> they were fashionable in the 80s. Bet they were. They were. Excellent. Moving on. A few photos that, oh, no, doesn't bear thinking about. <laughs> right. It's the very last bit one that, that makes you smile for this. Chrysanthes. These flowers last much longer if the stems are crushed at the ends before putting in water. I find the best way to do this without damaging the bloom is to use my nutcrackers. <laughs> Jay Farker, Arlington, Gilbert Road, Buxburn, Aberdeen. Obviously. I can't be... I can't be true. Chrysanthemums. <laughs> I can see what she's thinking, like a, a blotting up effect, but... Uh, but that must just crush and damage the capillaries. Innards. Yes. Of the stems. <laughs> An indication of the way you guys individually think. Chris <laughs> says capillaries, and you say innards. Well, the tubes. It tubes. is the innards. Yeah, it's quite... It's, I, yeah. it's like the idea of her sitting there oh, nutcrackers. I, can you ask Chris that quiz question? Which quiz question? The one that you did the, the last quiz. Steve does the quizzes here at um, DC Thompson. He's the, the quiz master. Constantly wrong, but never mind. Um, <laughs> and he had a two. really good question. What has a lubula, ba, 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 that one? <coughs> I could say the answer, but then I'm lubula asking you to ask. What has a... Hang on, hang on. I can mute my headphones. <laughs> uh, which one am I? I can't remember. No, no. No, a, f- a free margin. Well, has a free margin, yes. a plate, a bed, a root, and a lunula. Chris didn't get it. Drum didn't roll, get please. I thought this was really good, the answer. Give me the words again. A plate, a bed, a free margin, a root, and a lunula. Are you sure it's lunula, not lunula? Positive. Okay. Probably wrong. I'm re- like, I mean, it's, it's, it's to do with press. It's to do with a printing press. <laughs> no? <laughs> Okay, go on. Your nails. Ah. Isn't What's, that interesting? Yes. Did you like nail, that? I mean, nail bed is the only thing I actually... No, like, this the Sorry, if, we're, if the, we're speaking about the quiz, there's the something moon. I have to it's tell you. It's a half moon. Has he got Although, it uh, here's another one though, Chris. What's uh, the Swahili word for journey? Oh, silence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Connie knows because Connie was there and got the answer. She didn't know in the got first it wrong. place. Safari. <laughs> Uh, right. Which seems so obvious. Indeed. But now I need to tell you this: that Connie, Connie's team, all five of them, came. got wrong. Oh. What is the name of the ship <laughs> in Mutiny on the Bounty? <laughs> <laughs> and believe it or not, they got that wrong. We put the Cutty Sark <laughs> because it was all we could think of that wasn't Discovery or Titanic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the three ships that have. Ever we also existed. came second last. Yeah. Oops. wonder why that was. Not last, though. Decorations. Save empty thread reels and cover with brightly coloured tinfoil from chocolate biscuits. Twist the tinfoil at the top and bottom and tie to a Christmas tree with a coloured thread or ribbon. Mrs May McCartney, 27 Mowbray Avenue, Blackburn, Lancashire. Or just don't bother. Oh, come on, that's a nice tip. Yeah, that makes ex- you smile. It is a bit extreme, though, isn't it? No, it's thrifty. 
I don't think I'd call that extreme. It's inventive. It's not like, whoa. No, it's not like jackass extreme. Yeah. But no, it's extreme, it was, like, how can you be bothered? Bear in mind, guys, I did promise to make you smile, not to make well. whatever that noise of a <laughs> walrus was that you've just made. That's quite sweet. That is very it's sweet. A, it's, it's a, a lovely nice, lady. It's a nice vision lovely of... Lovely ladies, come and have a look. <laughs> she gave that's Lee Miserable she's given us today. She gave us what was that? Something else, a recent or a recent episode. Uh, no, she was talking about. I think it um, might be off camera. The last one, though. Oh God, thank yeah. goodness. Be thankful, folks. <laughs> like one last one before the break. There's lots of planes flying about today. <laughs> she really Connie, does have the attention span of a gnat. Connie concentrating on the job at hand. A gnat. <laughs> Well, that's I'll another thing. She didn't, she didn't know her. Right. Okay. Well, we'll need to start again. <laughs> imitation coal. To make your imitation coal in the electric fire look more real, try brushing it with a soft shoe brush impregnated with black polish. Mrs. M. Gray, 19 Broomhouse, Medway, Edinburgh. Again, makes sense. Doesn't it just speak to you, though, of this lady... Yeah. House proud. Impregnating um, her br- brush with. <laughs> Connie, you're the you're further down in the gutter. You dug a hole no, underneath like, the gutter. Why can't she just say a brush dipped in shoe polish? That's what she means. She's showing off her intellect and her vocabulary. I would say. Anyway, isn't it lovely that she's so house house proud that she is uh, tarting up her imitation coal? Do you remember those fires? I do. My technically, just our, had one taken out our house technically has one. Really? In fact, two. Some of them had spinning yes. things underneath to make it look like flames. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I miss that sort of thing. We are just going to have a little ad break, and I'm going to prove that there are loads of planes going about today. <laughs> You're going to prove it? <laughs> well, look. <laughs> well, what, by, by turning, like, pointing Steve to the turning around and looking at the window. Count them. We will be back in just a moment. <laughs> There are a thousand topics of conversation in these Pass It On books that we base this podcast on, you know, and we sell them. Just go to dcthompsonshop.co.uk and at checkout, enter the code DARNING to get 20% off. Here's your bonus ad break tip. If you have a cold water tank in the attic, leave the trap door open during severe frost. Warm air for rooms below rises and helps to prevent burst pipes. Good day to you folks. We're back and we we saw Connie's plane. In fact, it was vindicated. Thank Connie you. is Connie's right, there were planes. It's almost like it's the 21st century or something. <laughs> it was really amazing. Legit planes, planes. In the sky. Who knew? So <sighs> must you take everything from me? <laughs> All joy leached from her life. This is supposed to be things that make you smile, not things that make you sad. Here's something to make you smile, although you'll need to work a bit to find the smile. Stomach medicine. (laughs) I'm almost 70, and I find it's much more pleasant to take medicine mixed with a little milk instead of water. Mrs. Joseph Marshall, 427 Walnut Avenue, Greensburg, Pennsylvania, USA. Well, she is a walnut. That's disgusting. Medicine, medicine mixed with water. Well, medicine did you need to mix with water? Sorry, actually. I know you get soluble things now, but it's... Do you remember having to take medicine as a child? Yes. I do. Banana medicine. Banana medicine. Mm-hmm. To turn you Amongst into or... 
out of. So to I, think it's, a, I think it's amoxicillin is banana medicine you used to get uh, for, um, I used to get ear infections all the time. Mm-hmm. Probably listening to my mum. Well, if you'd taken milk with it, that would have. No, but I like the banana medicine. Oh. And then they changed it to fiki orange no. stuff. Right, well, they never had any medicines that I liked as a child. It was, they were obviously made to be the most horrible things ever so that nobody ever broke into the mm. medicine cabinet <laughs> and drunk it. Calpol? Love about Calpol. I didn't Calpol. have Calpol when I was a kid. Could still eat Calpol. Sugar. I've tasted it, but they, they did not have that when I was a child. You got pain and you just got on with it. <laughs> We we Ooh. thought we were lucky. Made him the man he is today. Oh yeah, look. Ooh, tough. Grr. Anyway, sorry. The smile was stomach medicine. Stomach medicine. <laughs> <laughs> Not usually known for smiles, but I'm thinking of that lady finding a way to make things better. And she's 70, and she wrote to the Sunday Post 60 years ago. She's probably somewhat long gone by Grim now. Breed. Lovely lady. That makes me smile, don't care what you say. I don't argue. Self-seal envelopes. Don't throw away self-seal envelopes if they have dried up. Heat them for a few seconds in front of the fire and they become as tacky as when new. Mrs. I.C. Griggs, 52 Fraser Avenue, Edinburgh. Now that's thrift, isn't it? She's a thrifty lady. I would just put tape over the flap. (laughs) Yes, but think of the... World's resources you are wasting. I mean, yeah, it's true. Whereas Mrs. Griggs had a ready-made. I, I, you know, I like when you get a good tasting envelope. Oh, I, d- I do like <laughs> a licky envelope. Yeah, but then yes, I do how too. Bogging is it when you get a rubbish tasting envelope and it's like there forever? <laughs> you know what I mean? I do. Was there not something about the ones here are calories and uh, what? There's lots of calories in the gum that goes on. God, that's that's my new fat, excuse. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone from clothes conditioner the other week to now looking too many envelopes. But it does uh, when you when you like mostly these days, of course, when you're sending stuff in envelopes, it's just Christmas cards. So yeah. the first one or two, you're like, "Oh, this is exciting!" And then it's like by some <laughs> ten or twelve, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, you turn into Homer Simpson." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that made me smile, licking envelopes. I, it was something I enjoyed. I think my mother did not like it because she used to pass over Christmas cards and, and we had to lick them. I think, I think she managed to convince us that we liked it and we were somewhat unsure of this notion. <laughs> <laughs> you like this, don't you? I do like no. the inventiveness of the um, reinvigorating, uh, re- revivifying <laughs> the adhesive. I do too. I think that's... I wonder if it actually works though. Yeah, actually, Probably. it'd be more likely to dry it out. Because I find that when that's those self-seal envelopes, which, by the way, seem very modern to me, I wouldn't have thought they would, I'm quite surprised to learn they existed mm, back in the mm. 50s. Um, <clears throat> but when I think of those drying out, they almost sort of go like paper. I mean, they are paper. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's nothing there. The, the adhesive's all completely gone once they, when they dry out. <laughs> Let's find some old envelopes, a coal fire. Well, let's do that. And, I'm, I'm try get, it. and let's get Connie to lick them and see how, how it goes. I beg your pardon? No, I no. I promise you a rose garden. She's really giving us the hits. She, well, well very I involved. actually do have a really bad habit of doing that. Like, not so much on podcasts, because I'm a bit embarrassed, actually, that I've just sang that. But you <laughs> so know, am I, like, as you want to be. Yes. <laughs> you know, you're having a conversation and someone says something and you just burst into song. <laughs> 
<laughs> I keep telling uh, you, it's Steve, like, it's the like, inside of Connie's head is a lovely place like, to be. I think I Echoing. have song Tourette's. <laughs> <laughs> I do it all the time. Well, for the rest of this podcast then, could you sing uh, everything? Everything? Right, I'll give you tips and you find a song in it, right? I'll try. Not a jigbox. You just claim to be. Spin drying. When spin drying clothes, take them out when half dried. Fold them neatly and put them back into the dryer. You can now let them spin until they are as good as dry. Then they are without creases and Murray's iron. Mrs. T.W. Main, V.D. Spiegelstrat, 15 Breda, Holland. You spin me right round. <laughs> now that made you smile. It did. I'm sure that most of the country have joined you in singing that. Do, do it again. No. I mean, the, the, the rights we have to pay now. Are yes, really true. Ah, would first they'll have to work out what song she's singing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and certainly the automatic matching algorithms won't pick up from that. <laughs> right. I'll I'll make it more difficult for you then, oh songstress lady <laughs> that you are. Mending a dent. The other evening, I watched my husband working on a piece of wood. When he accidentally damaged the wood with the hammer, making a fairly large dent, he plugged in the electric iron and put a drop of water in the dent. Then, using the tip of the iron for a few seconds, he brought the dent back to the surface. Mrs. N. Gordon, 23 Aberdour Street, Glasgow. Sledgehammer. <laughs> um, I find that very interesting, actually. Do you think that'd work? I, I think so. I mean, do you think that'd work? Yeah, I, I see viral clips of people like fixing dents in their car with noodles. Uh, <laughs> no, about that. But again, it's like hot water, and because yeah. of course it's often like um, plastic, and then just popping it back out again, mm. even without like suction cups and stuff. Why I'm going to go and try that. Why does that make you smile though? Because it reminds me of. Make do and mend. Make do and mend and working in the house and my dad working on bits of wood. And <laughs> actually, it's bizarre that the woman doesn't actually stipulate what the chap was doing with the piece of wood. <laughs> he was just working with it. Yes. As men do. He's merely present. Yes. <laughs> However, Connie did manage to get a song out of it, so. Standard from me. <laughs> Blinds. During the winter... If heavy curtains are drawn and blinds aren't used, put polythene around the last two or three rolls of the blind. This keeps them clean for pulling down in spring again. Mrs. Scott, 76 Birchfield Drive, Glasgow. I think we've got mm. her, folks. She's struggling. Yep. <laughs> I didn't say everything. I said a lot of the time I can... You said everything. You said all the time. I mean, I know a song about blinding. But blinding, but blinded it's not. by the light. Yeah, well, that's what I was going for. It's a fairly hollow victory, in fairness, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. However, that's not a bad tip. I exactly. saw as I was so a couple of episodes ago, we did um, modern life hacks, and when Connie and I were doing our homework for that, I did a quick Google to see what kind of life hacks people were suggesting these days, and one of them was to for cleaning uh, the blades of fans, ceiling fans, oh, yeah. to use a pillowcase either side of the blade pulling along so that you weren't like knocking dust down off the fan blades. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so I thought that you'd like that. Uh -huh. I also... You need now, to run really fast though. <laughs> God. 
I also now I don't know if this is a thing or not, but when I've done my bedding laundry, I fold it all up and put it inside one pillowcase. Mm. Very That's nice. good. Yeah. You know, yeah. so like the other three pill- uh, pillowcases, the duvet, etc., is all in one little tidy parcel. Very neat. And you're not running around looking for I that am, stray pillowcase or... It's a good job I'm sitting down or I would <laughs> fall down because that from Coney isn't a bad idea. How, what score would you have given that? Had that, that been in the oh, I'm not talking eight would, or nine. Would that, have, that, that would have made you win, Connie. That, so you've only yeah. got your A game then. Girl. I know, Connie. Sorry. I think the oh, pass on tips has been... I think the pass on tips have been rubbing off on you. No. They have. No. They've, they've I made refuse you into, to believe it. <laughs> definitely have. They've made you into a, a well-functioning human being. I think you should try okay. that. Taking I will find that. Suggest that I know, to Mrs. I know. I know. After, after all the singing and then one small <laughs> good bit doesn't make up for all that. <laughs> right. One last one then. I can't remember why this made me smile, but... <laughs> Neither can we. <laughs> Flavoured coffee. When serving coffee, give it an added touch of flavour by sweetening with a peppermint candy instead of sugar. You'll find it sweet enough, and the mint gives it a delightfully tangy taste. Mrs. Frances S. Lackey, 800 Rugby Road, Charlottesville, Virginia, USA. I want candy. (laughs) 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 It's all about 80s with you, isn't it? They're all the, I don't songs. know if that's it is or not. I don't know. Oh, I think it is. Um, that is quite cute, though, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's quite. I'm suggesting to you, people. I'm not trying it. No, I'm not suggesting you try oh, it. But okay. flavored coffees were invented by the readers of the Sunday Post. <laughs> oh, come on the, now! I, come on, that's true. You can see it. I, I mean, it's from one, 1952. 100 percent of the evidence before us, Connie, does support Steve's <laughs> one, assertion. <yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> So I think we should perhaps go in, into some of these coffee houses and say they owe us some money for, for the for the idea. You'd actually owe Mrs. Connie, what's her name? Connie, you go. Who? Where? Where am I going? You're going down to a coffee shop to say to them, that was our idea. You owe Give some us money. free ones. Well, oh, yeah. Or hard cash. One of those. <laughs> <laughs> that was Miss Frances S. Lackey. So actually it was Miss Frances S. Lackey. Yeah, but we get half of it for publicising it and she's... Very possibly passed on. To I the bet there's like caveman caveman evidence of them flavouring it with elephant dung and stuff. It, it, so you know, have coffee. <laughs> <laughs> well, you say that, but you don't know that. <laughs> coffee. Did- <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? How would they have got the hot water? I finally. How did they get coffee over from Brazil? They don't need what to... What did the grind Cavemen existed in Brazil? So only Brazilian cavemen then did it, did oh, they? Oh, that's... A, no, that's a, I think that's a silly thing to say because... Oh, do you? I'm actually just going to fade these two town folks. Um, join us next time for more genius or possibly madness from the household of Scotland in the 1950s and for more nonsense from us here in Scotland today. See you next time. Oh, God. <laughs>assume that if you've reached this part of the podcast you've enjoyed what you've been listening to and not that you've been the victim of some terrible vinegar related incident at home and been unable to press the pause button on your podcast player 
If you have, there's a few things that you might like to do. The first is to buy those books that the Pass It On series is based on. And just to reiterate what Steve said, if you use the discount code DARNING at checkout on dcthompsonshop.co.uk, you'll get a 20% discount on all the books. You can also leave us a review or a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And most important of all, and the thing that means the most to us, spread the word. Make sure other people discover the joy of the Pass It On books as well by recommending this podcast to them. Whatever you've done though, whether you do none of that or all of that, we've loved having you listening and thank you so much. We'll see you next time.